Welcome to Triple Fist Bump, the premier gaming podcast where you can hear opinions across generations. I'm the Kid Dream, joined by my two co-hosts, Chris. Chris. And Osiris. Osiris. The virus. We've been over how lame that nickname is. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> it's Splatoon. Are you ready to shoot some paint? No. Dang it. You didn't get the reference. So Everyone wanted to make a joke so hard that it all screwed up. Right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll just go back to Dream's joke because it was actually perfect. Uh, if you yeah, I made Splatoon. a random crazy taxi joke. I don't even know what crazy taxi is. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. I was I was going to feel so bad if y'all didn't. Crazy Taxi <laughs> is awesome. Right, we play Crazy Taxi all the time. But anyway. Mm, good. Yeah. Good game. <clears throat> y'all know what time it is. It's Platoon time. Splatoon. I'm too old to be a squid kid, but I can live vicariously through you. The game is pretty then simple, cat- actually. I'm Cuddlefish. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like um, literally a squid kid, like literally. Like, I can play the game. <laughs> I just don't know what it's like to be a, co- a kid with cool fashion. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, mean, I have uniforms. Hey, so just get, just play as an octoling, and you can have an afro. <laughs> no man. Okay, I'm being sold. <laughs> Why would I want to be a squid kid then? Be octopus. I'm in Octoling, but I made the classic Agent 8, because how would you not? The classic mm. Agent 8 from the trailer. Mm. Yeah. Recreated. Brought to glory. Is it really classic when she's the most recent agent, though? Yeah. Not, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Like, what were the designs before that one? Mm. <laughs> not as iconic. Yeah, because that when you said that, I was like, "Wait a minute, wasn't she always the mascot?" Mm-mm. But I guess not. Uh, yeah, I recently started playing Splatoon, and um, I had played it earlier when the Octo expansion came out because the Octo expansion looked really good, and it honestly looked better than uh, the base game to me. So I played a little bit of Octo expansion. And then uh, decided recently to play some online, and this game is fun. Yeah, here's uh, the community is still vibrant even after all this time. Like, yeah, you run into level one people all the time. You know that uh, if they're beginners, the community's fine. Right. Yep. Right. But I, I specialize in the splat roller because. It's fun watching me run into the whole tree team bravely and everyone runs away. You trash. Are you the I one mowing me. down those level ones that come in? And they're just vainly no. trying to shoot at you and you just roll over? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do that. Oh, I've ran over so many people with that. Like, I there was one dude hiding in the ink, and I would just run over ink and turf because I was doing turf war, and he just died. I'm like, oh, yeah, splat rollers accidentally kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's just traveling, and it's just like, huh? Oh, 
I guess I got a kill, I guess. I don't... His collaterals huh. are basically just cars. <laughs> run over people. Yeah, there's no better description than that. I mean, like, how fast are you moving with this roller? Like Pretty fast. So there's, like, not a... I can sit there with my, you know, ink rifle or whatnot and just, like, pop you with ink before you run me over. I mean, you can, but there are so many builds that prevent that from happening that you really shouldn't try. Oh, build. Okay, so there's, like, loadouts that you're taking. Hmm. Yeah, there are, like, a bunch of different armors and hats and stuff that you can wear. And they all give you different abilities. Some are walking speed up, like, ink resistance. More ink resistance. <laughs> oh, so Bomb. Better bombs. So you're just increasing, maxing out your walk speed and maxing out your ink resistance. So you can just run at people and run, run well. Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to max out my ink resist right now because people just say, like, I'm just pop this guy with my, my sniper rifle and I'm just still running over everyone. And I'm like, just like, you thought you. You, you fool! You thought I would die from that? No, I have three ink resists. I resist your sniper, but can you resist my roller? That's a problem. Even... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, how long does it take to level up and get this stuff? Like, Chris, you just started. Like, did you did you feel like you had enough tools early on to fight all this craziness? Yeah, it was. Um... I would have preferred if it was more like Monster Hunter and they gave you one of everything when you first start. But um, they start you off with the basic splat gun uh, of the Splattershot Junior. And uh, you just run around and you shoot people and you can win like that. Like the weapons are all you unlock weapons as you level up, but they're not of any higher or lower tier than the others. They're just more different mixes of things. So. I had to work my way up because what I really played for was I just wanted to use the ink brush real quick. I saw a dream playing it, playing the game, and I was like, oh, I want to use that ink brush. And so I worked my way up, played the splat roller, trying to get to the ink brush, but then I made it there. And now that is where we are staying. Was it everything you dreamed of? It is, but it's not It's not a, as strong as I'd hoped. Oh. <laughs> It's, well, it's, it's close enough to the dream is better than completely missing the mark, right? Right. It's a faster splat roller, but it doesn't cover as much ground, which I wasn't so worried about. But the thing about it is it's not super strong. Like, it's not even a little weaker than the splat roller. The splat roller one shot kills you. The ink rush needs four hits to kill someone, typically. So... If mm. not five. Yeah, sometimes it's five if they're doing the ink resist. The ink is really common, so you kind of you have to expect five. And the roller, your ink resistance doesn't matter. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> if you get rolled, you get rolled. Yeah, I'm trying to find some ink resist for myself so I don't get one shot by by rollers. Because the thing is, you be I'll be fighting those flat rollers. And the problem is, once they get close to you, they don't have to think anymore. They kind of just... Keep rolling towards you. Just unga bunga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 
I can usually get in three hits with them right at my face before they roll over me. If I can live through one hit of the splat roller, I could probably be winning a lot more exchanges. Or I could just be not, not be an idiot and be close to splat rollers in the first place. But, you know. I have three increases and still get one shot by splat rollers, so. Dang. You're going to crush my dreams. You're going to need it. Just like what happens when two splat rollers collide? Like, is it they both die? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they just both die. So it's like the ultimate game of chicken. Who will who will blink yes. first? Right. <laughs> We're just running at each other. What's gonna happen? <laughs> oh man, that's that's I, I also use this weapon called the Brella, and it blocks attacks. You can block a lot of attacks before it breaks and it launches off sometimes, and and like makes an ink path in your color, and like, it's really good for defending people. It's really good for things like Rainmaker. But I remember seeing this one brother guy, and I ran at him, and he pulled it out, and I just shoved him into a corner until he died. <laughs> like, oh, you can't block forever. Right. <laughs> So the physics of your roller just—he just ended up trapped. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, just beating up on him in the corner. <laughs> oh man, he, where was he his skin back? Going backwards until he was up against the wall, and I was like, "Say good night," and killed <laughs> him. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm starting to realize why I heard so many dang stories about this this roller. Yeah, it's, it's it just good. seems like the experience that will live with people after this game, where you're just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm still... Every other weapon is fair, but that roller, man, uh, I'm still a beginner, so I don't know if it's, like, broken or not, but it sure is hard to work around. Like, you can't... It's like... I'm, I'm related to Overwatch, since that's the uh, other shooter I play. But it's like the tank in that. You don't get to just mm. rush at it, you know? You need everyone to take it on from different angles. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up to... Maybe you're just... Die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah die. Mm. Huh. Yeah, that's... that's. Um, I'm just... I'm surprised at the variety, though. Like, an umbrella that you use as a defense item that you also launches out and forms trails of its own. You got the... The basically the rifle, the gun, the basic gun. You got the oh, roller. Speaking got of the that, like, you, yeah. you remember? Speaking of that, like Splattershot Junior, I have the Kenza Splattershot Junior, which is the Splattershot Junior with the different set, and apparently it was made in cooperation with this company called Tony Kenza. So. Okay. Also, it gives you torpedoes, and that's why I wanted it. And the <laughs> torpedoes are OP. I'm just imagining a, basically a rocket launcher. I mean, what, what are we doing here? The, the bombs, instead of like most regular, there are a bunch of different bombs, but instead of most bombs, it just gives you a torpedo. And you can throw it in the air, and if it sees someone, it'll just turn into a torpedo and slowly launch at them and explode. <laughs> uh, and you can just throw it in the air. And if it, if it actually connects, and for some reason it makes a bunch of teeny, no, not even teeny, 
like same sized explosions around the original explosion spot. So everyone else around that person also dies. Wait, so that bomb is just better than all the other bombs? So it's a torpedo that you can throw in the air randomly. <laughs> it finds its own targets, flies to the target, regardless of what you're doing, and then turns into a cluster bomb if it hits them. <laughs> yep. What? Yeah, if it yeah, if it if it finds someone, it'll go homemade on them. If it doesn't find someone, it'll just act like a regular bomb and blow up. And so even these... if you mess up, it's still just effective. Yes. I thought the auto bomb was good. The auto bomb you yeah, throw like, it, it lands is... on the ground and in a radius it searches for people. But like you could dodge it easy. This torpedo sounds like you can't let it touch anyone or you're all gone. And since you're throwing it yeah, in the sky, much. it's coming from I, above. I got it to right. the point where I just made like a little splat of ink in front of the um enemy's hideout or like spawn point or whatever. And just throwing torpedoes over the wall to kill <laughs> them so they couldn't get anywhere. Oh, you're spawn camping the other team. Oh. Ah, oh, some things never get old. <laughs> I mean, spawn camping is actually like what this whole game is built on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's all about claiming territory, but once a team gets the center, then it's kind of your goal is to just cut off the rest of their territory. And just press them back into their base. Yeah, and then they're just at their base, slowly trying to get out. But the thing is, when you cover the place with ink, of course, they can't move in your ink, so it's they have to cover it with their ink first, and you're killing them as you cover them with ink. So they're trying to create space while you already have the space. It's it's oppressive if you get it. Yeah, that's what I'm just I'm just imagining like you're running out there and there are people with rollers just right on top of you already. You get sniped. Yeah. Like, there's another dude just throwing bombs. <laughs> Maybe there's a guy with an umbrella right as you come out who just tries to box you back in. Yeah. All right. That's a, that's a strategy. Yeah, like, man, like, what the... I mean, it doesn't happen too often. Usually the teams just fight in the middle. But if you if you get that lead, the other team is pretty much not going to get it back. Like you, you have to mess up so bad. Just shove them into the back into their spawn. Yeah, I, I spawn camped people. I just there's this there's this bomb that's not really a bomb that lets your teammate teleport to it, like super jump to it. Right. You can at least. So I placed those at like a hidden place near the enemy spawn point, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey guys, this way!" And then they would they would super jump over to my thing. Well, I throw when I threw torpedoes at the enemy, but so they would be over there boxing the enemy back into their base. While I just threw torpedoes at them. That is uh, that's kind of wild. Well, I mean, I um, I didn't do it, but there's this thing that it's a bomb that's not a bomb. So I teleported to it and torpedoed them. <laughs> So this this guy just kept placing his, so there would just be enough for everyone to come and teleport to, so we could just box them in. Wow. While I was just 
consecutively throwing torpedoes at the enemy team. Oh. How many and torpedoes as they landed right next to their spawn, it was virtually guaranteed to get the multiple explosions. Like, how many of these torpedoes can you carry? <laughs> There's no number limit. What? Nope. Isn't there like a cooldown at least? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm about to say, oh. What's <laughs> torpedo going on? after <laughs> torpedo? No. Like, they, uh, I mean, everything runs on your ink gauge. Right, everything runs on your ink gauge, and you can refill it faster by step, stepping in your ink. So that's where the uh, oppressiveness comes from, because if you're already in your ink, then you kind of just throw the bomb, sit in your ink, throw another bomb in like half a second, and then sit in your ink. Like, it doesn't take long to get it back. If you're in your ink. Yeah. Which, in a lot of games, is territory-based. The, what determines whether or not you're in your territory or not is a bit different, you know. Nah, Splatoon is so really it's easier easy. to control, but yeah, yeah that's thing is like everything you do ink. creates ink. Yeah, right. <laughs> the bombs themselves create ink. So yeah, so like you, if, like like yep. Dream was saying earlier, if you just get one spot near their base and they don't know, you're just sitting in ink near their base that's recharging your stuff. Yeah. And tossing it out. By the time they realize what's happening, they're, they're not dead. smart. They just get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, this game is this game is brutal. But I can also see why it's fun. Like, you know. Because it's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this, it's, this funny game on the surface. But when you get to the nitty gritty, it's just like, oh no, this really is a fight. Yeah. Like, we're fighting. Mm. Uh, and once you get to level ten from leveling up in rank, I mean, not rank, in casual fights with Terra Four, you get to this thing called rank battles. Ranked battles, which increase your rank and level, and your rank goes up like. Tell us other players, hey, this man is good, pretty much. <laughs> and as you progress in the ranks, you can pretty much once you get to B minus, it really doesn't matter anymore. Mm. What's, what's that? Know, all like the kings or whatnot stay. I don't know what um other. I don't know what other benefits it gives you. What's weird about it though is that it um, it locks you out of. Uh, a whole bunch of game modes in when you're playing casual. Like, casual is just the uh, basic turf war where you're making ink and making sure you put more ink than your opponent. In rank, you're no longer playing turf war. You, you Now you're uh, gathering clams and throwing them in the uh, opponent's baskets or gathering one specific spark, uh, part of the map or uh, delivering uh, a payload, basically. Yeah. Like it just completely changes what the game is. I'm like, why? Why don't you play these in casual ever? <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, that sounds interesting. The payload one too, like yeah, because the type of weapons Except you're talking you about, it, it, 
Except you die if you hold it for too long. So get it there quick. Well, yeah, because camping would be broken with that thing. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah, Except you you couldn't really camp with that thing, because even when you were in ink, it's still making a giant glow so everyone can see you. Uh, This is Splatoon. You could definitely camp. If you just ink your whole side and then swim back to your side, it's yours. No, but you'd have to get close enough to their side. Let me give some context so you can understand, Osiris. So this is a mode called Rainmaker, where there's this weapon called the Rainmaker. Both sides move to the middle to grab it and deliver it to the other team's side. But like we learned earlier with Turf War, once a side is inked and is defended by your own people, it's really hard for the other team to really get in there unless they do something absolutely crazy. Rainmaker, you gain points by taking it closer and closer to your opponent's side. That way, if the time runs out, you can still determine who won by who got closer to the opponent's side with the Rainmaker. But if they let you hold on to the Rainmaker forever, theoretically, you could be the the first people who grab the Rainmaker could go a little on the opponent's side so they get the points and then swim all the way back to their side by the spawn and camp for the rest of the game. And they would win because how are you going to get the Rainmaker? Oh, okay. And it's a weapon itself, so it's not like it can't defend itself. It can defend itself along with the entire team of people who will spawn back right where you are when you're camping with it. That's why that's why you die holding it too long. And then the time it takes for you to um, die holding it is ridiculous. You get like a whole minute, two minutes. It's not it's not uh, too short at all. I don't, I'm not saying it's too short. Like, I like that you die from holding it for too long. Because, then again, I don't want camping to be a thing with that. Yeah. And, but, like, if you... Usually, if you're trying to get to the other team's side, and you're killing them as you go along the way, they're going to keep getting teleported to their side, so... It's it's incredibly hard to actually get it on their post. That's the point. But that goes the same for the other team, so. Yeah. Hmm. It's supposed to be harder as you get closer and closer. Now, it's called the Rainmaker, so I'm assuming it's causing water to come down and what's that's cleaning up the ink around it? No, it makes more ink. That's your color. Oh, okay. So if you have control over it, quote unquote. Right. It just spawns your own ink. It's a good support weapon, which is why you can you can use it to fight as you move forward. Now and it is kills. How does one if you claim it first, how do they switch it to their side? They, they just have to hold you. it for a certain amount of time? Yeah, they kill you and then they grab it. So you just gotta grab it. Yeah. But the range on it is enough that in your attempt to grab it you may get killed yeah it has a really slow rate of fire so you can you can in a 1v1 it's gonna lose but like when you have a team supporting you it's really good yeah i'm imagining like you got a couple snipers or something just unless your team is absolute garbage and it's not played this game ever before and it just like 
a little sibling playing on their older siblings. Right? Whoa, is that Man, salt right here? That is a lot of. Is that, that salt? Is extremely specific. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a no, very, it doesn't happen to me. Okay. I'm just saying, wouldn't you lose in any situation? That doesn't apply to just Rainmaker. No, I'm just saying, but like, if something like that happened, <laughs> that's like the only situation you'd be in a 1v1 or 1v, 1v4, probably. So I'm guessing, like you were saying, Chris, it's just like, be the first to grab it, get it enough on their side that you get points, and then just stand in your ink and just shoot at them while they try to desperately get it. Yeah, you can do and that. And between them and the turret itself, you probably gonna win. Yeah, and that's why you uh that's why you wanna try to get it as far to their side as possible though, so you can because you're gonna die eventually holding it, so Yeah. But yeah, basically just protect it but until you can move forward slowly. And for some reason, I don't think Chris has mentioned this, but you can win by just putting so the thing is, they have these little posts on each opponent's side, or each team's side. And the post is in their color. And you have to get the Rainmaker to your to the opposing team's post. You, get it, you need to get it on top of there. And then you win. But I imagine that post is close enough to their base that they're basically constantly con- yeah. coming out. Yeah. It's right by the spawn point. Yeah. What, like, the spawn times, are they pretty quick? Are, are you sitting around for, like, maybe three seconds before you get back in there? Or? Five. Five. It's five exactly minutes. three seconds. I think like it's, like, exactly three or five seconds. I think you have some armor on that speeds it up, because uh, it's five, I think, if you're not speeding it up with other stuff. But you can wear armor that speeds no, it up. I said it's, like, three or five. Yeah. But, yeah, you can get stuff that speeds it up. Yeah, okay, the armor so has really fun. cool abilities. Like, you, um... It's, it's not just simple stuff like stronger, more defense. You know, there's there's weird stuff like faster respawn times and faster ink refill or a slower ink drain or a slower ink drain for bombs specifically. Right. Or yeah. ultimate charge faster. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, you are locking these after fights or are you like buying them? You buy clothes and they unlock after fights, so both. <laughs> Mm. Now, in a game that's about fashion, partly, when you're buying, do they all look unique? Yeah, it's unique clothes that have their own abilities on it. That's what's that's what's cool about it, and why everybody's character looks distinct. But um, you okay. know, all look cool because there's a bunch of cool clothing, and then you kind of mix them. Is there any way to be like, man, I really like how these pants look? But I want the ability of these shorts. Can you like? Is there like a glamour yes, option? Actually. Okay. Well, there is. It's it's not different. It takes a lot more effort. But you can't just like you can look like this, but you're actually wearing this. It's you can you wear this, but you can erase the um erase the current abilities on this armor and add new ones. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's like you, you just have to customize the gear that you like the look of yeah. to have the stuff of the other gear that you want. Okay, all right, that's fair. 
Yeah, because I've noticed that too. Like, in, including in that um, the one direct from a, a couple of months ago when we were looking at, you know, when they announced Splatoon three, mm-hmm. that it's like you see all the the squid and, and octo kids come up and whatnot, and they're like all vastly look different from one another. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that they've made gear, enough gear that it doesn't get to the point where everyone's just kind of got the same stuff on. Because that's what happens in a lot of like... interesting. Like, no one's wearing the same stuff. Yeah, because when you got stats tied to your gear... There are a lot of things that look really distinct from a lot of other stuff. And they're usually really good. So you'll see it a lot. Like this thing called the Eye of Justice, which I'm wearing. It's kind of like some sort of robot mask that makes ads appear on the front screen or something. (laughs) Okay. But but even then, like, you may have that mask on, but your shirt and your pants might be different than the other person. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's just interesting to get the individual. They like the look. But they have completely different abilities than you. Right. Now, I just find it interesting because, like, anytime you get a lot of times when you play a game that has a different equipment that, like, affects your look and your stats in certain ways, it gets to a point where everyone just starts wearing the same thing. Right. At high levels, everyone's wearing the same stuff. Right. This is a guaranteed best build. Yeah. This is what you do. That doesn't exist in Splatoon. <laughs> you play fighting yeah, games. Yeah, that's that's. Play that's fighting games with a roster of thirty, and then like three characters are used. Right. Who <laughs> wants to wants to deal with that? Like you know, like uh, you want your you want your character to look, you know, stand out. Yeah. You know, and they found a way to do it without, and while also making the gear actually matter. That's as that is interesting to me. Yeah, no, I just find that cool. Especially since they don't have like a glamour something else, you know, sort of option. Yeah. Well we didn't get around to Splatoon three, but we gotta do that next time. I guess E three is coming up soon, so Splatoon yeah, three Nintendo will probably do their thing a week. Is it E three tomorrow? No. Uh, it starts next weekend. Nintendo normally does their direct on a Tuesday after oh, yeah. the weekend starts. There's yeah. a direct coming up, but it's it's not um bleh. it's not <laughs> it's not soon. It's gonna be like around E three. Yeah, like I said, that's the Tuesday one they generally do. Yeah. Every year. I don't know if it's gonna be on Tuesday this year, but historically it's been like Tuesday morning, they'll have a thing. Well, historically, they've been actually done. You know, we haven't had any recently. <laughs> uh, you know, but even like, you know, well, that's well, hey, Nintendo's been done with the directs for a very like. They used to actually be at E3 a lot of the times. Mm. I don't think they've been at E3 since Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, dang, that was years ago. I was about to be like, that wasn't yeah. long ago. It was years ago. I'm trying to think. They might have been at E3 2019. Or 2018. And that's the last one I remember where they turned their booth into New Donk City, basically. <laughs> nah, I yeah, think but... it was 2017. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely because uh, the Zelda one was 2016 when they did the Zelda. Wasn't Breath of the Wild on Wii U before Switch? Oh, they both came out the same day on both. Oh, okay. But yeah. no one bought the Wii U one. No, I actually know one person who played the Wii U version. I know one. Who? A man who unfortunately could not get a Switch on day one. <laughs> He was very upset when at work I pulled out the Switch in Zelda. And he's like, how? Oh, well, I was like, well, I just walked into a Walmart and just bought it. What, you didn't bring your Wii U gamepad with you? Oh, well, y'all, you're talking about the Wii U game. Oh, 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 that's sad. Oh, oh, man, no. <laughs> if he would have brought the gamepad to work and just not showed it, like, here it is. <laughs> I can't do anything, but this is what it looks like. And, Man, that Switch really looks like a refined gamepad. That's just kind of exactly what it looks like. Oh, yeah, that'd have been bad. I'd have felt bad then. <laughs> okay. And that's all the time we got. Thank you for tuning in to Triple Fist Bump. And with that, Triple Fist Bump out. <laughs>